0: All right, welcome back to the Malaperts Mark Podcast. I got Vlad, the wrestling expert. I got Robert, the frozen Asian. All right, Still we frozen. just got done talking about AEW, and we're going to go back to talking some classic 1996 WCW because it's been kind of popular on our channel. Seems like it's getting us some subscribers, which is what we're in this for. We're collecting subscribers. We're not doing this for fun. We collect souls. So give us your subscription.
1: Yeah, we're not a charity,
0: guys. Yeah, we're not doing do this for you guys. We're doing this for us. Every time we get (laughs) subscribers, it just makes us more powerful, okay? So anyways, (laughs) we are on an odyssey to discuss the WCW, what it was like after Hogan turned into a bad guy, into a heel character, as they say. So we've done a few parts on this. We have the link to the playlist down in the description below. So if you want to get filled in on that, the short of it is that Hogan was a good guy for many, many, many years, and he finally turned evil, joined the outsiders who came in, and they just terrorized the company like a gang would just beat people up, leave them laying, and laugh about it. So this is where we're at. And Hogan had just won the WCW title from the Giant at Hog Wild, and then he got out of Clash of the Champions in a match with Ric Flair with the title also. Hall and Nash came in and interfered, and that caused a disqualification. So this is the very next night. Not the next night, but the following Nitro. The the next show. show, The next show. August 19th, 1996. So we're only going to do one little Nitro today, one little classic segment. We'll get to the rest of it as time progresses. Let's go back in time, baby. August 1996. This is the 19th. That's a Monday. It's going up against Monday Night Raw, but we're just going to focus here on WCW, as they call it. WCW. WCW. this match, this is a good little episode for us to watch because I want you to see what they booked as matches in this card. Just so you know, it wasn't all NWO. I'm gonna press pause on this. In this episode in particular, the NWO doesn't even show up. They're not even here. So you can see what the other matches would be like. This is VK Wall Street against hacksaw jim duggan so an interesting point vlad was talking about last week how some people might have actually liked these type of matches because look there's like a bunch of uh guys dressed in american garb on the side if you see like is a hacksaw jim duggan fan an american a pure american. somebody's cheery that guy looked like he was cheering yeah. yeah these guys are into this they're probably happy like oh no nwo today thank you we can watch some freaking regular wrestling matches but there was an interestingness to this angle where i've never seen this before look at this angle Hacksaw was going to hit him with his wrist tape, and then he got caught up with the referee, but the referee was tied to him. He got pinned because the referee was tied to him with the wrist tape. Did you see that? That was pretty intricate. Yeah. Okay, let me show it to you again. So he's getting ready to hit him with wrist tape. The ref tries to stop him, gets caught in it, and because he's making the count, <laughs> his shoulders on the floor. So, okay, you know, this is an angle that really has nothing to do with the NWO, but at least it's entertaining in a way. These are two experienced wrestlers but i'm gonna skip to the ending uh, again they're gonna try to do a wrist tape thing I don't understand the wrist tape as a weapon and he got nailed right in front of the referee so what is this some AW stuff Vlad? but I guess Nick Patrick doesn't care <laughs> we're gonna hear a little bit more about that later Nick Patrick seems like he's the referee in every single match there's been yeah. an ongoing controversy with him where people think he's getting his palms greased by the NWO getting paid by them but every match is controversial it might have nothing to do with the NWO but we'll see that later in the episode too let me move on so he's gonna do a post-match interview with Mean Gene but I'm not gonna play this they ask him about Hogan they ask him about the NWO in general they've been asking a lot of the wrestlers about what they think of the whole thing but this is where the macho man comes back because the week before on Nitro, he fought Ric Flair, and that match was upended by Hulk Hogan coming in and smashing him with a steel chair. And then on Thursday, he was out. The doctors wouldn't clear him. This is his return. He doesn't really have a problem with Hacksaw. He's just coming out because he wants to talk. He tells him, I don't have a problem with you. We are the same enemy. So let's listen to a Macho
2: Man promo. it. We're done in this lifetime, the next lifetime, and the one after that.
3: All right, thank you, Hacksaw. Jim Doggett apparently is going to leave. The Macho Man Randy Savage later tonight, of course, is going to be locking up with the Giant. But Randy, a couple of things we've got to talk about. First of all, let's go back one week ago tonight in Casper, Wyoming. As you know, you were slated to go against, well, the United States champion, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. I want you to take a look at what happened on Nitro. This was the most shocking thing. As a matter of fact, there were some very anxious moments for myself and nearly eight or 10,000 people on hand at Tesla, Describe for us what's happening here. Hulk Describe Hogan. to us. Hook, to no.
2: oh. my wake-up call. <laughs> because, Isn't oh. it so explanatory? I am going to make things happen. I am not laying back even a little bit. I'm going to let it flow all the way, and that's real
3: bad news for you. Okay, tonight's priority, very quickly, the Giants.
2: The giant made a deal with the macho man, Randy Savage. He said if I stepped aside, that he would make everything okay. Well, let me tell you something. Things are not okay. The world heavyweight championship belt has been spray painted N.W.O. and I've got 15,000 stitches in my head. So I got a problem with Hulk Hogan, but right now tonight, I got a problem with the Giant, and I'm gonna solve that problem. Oh yeah! All right, Samacho so man. Stay- well, I don't know what he's talking about. I didn't hear.
0: That's the first I heard about him and the Giant having some kind of agreement or something. But I guess Yeah, I don't, just... I don't know
1: what he's talking about there either. But I will say, if he had 15,000 stitches on his, that means his whole body had to have been stitched up. He, a lot of stitches. From head to toe, <laughs> he was stitched up look that would be a very good more. promo in a Savage could put a good promo in his sleep so that makes
0: y- sense yeah of course that's gonna be a nice little YouTube segment with just macho man talking looks like a thumbnail right there Robert you enjoy you some macho man right
4: oh yeah I'm a
0: big fan of him well let's move on with the show let's see what happens next
3: clash the champions the giant to face Chris Benoit. We saw the giant at his absolute best. So they're
0: saying the giant, maybe since he lost his world title, something has awakened in him. They're going to review him squashing Chris Benoit.
3: A man who gets right. on our last.
0: And they the mentioned how it was a no complete domination of someone who's not even player. really a bad wrestler. Look, I wanted to throw hey, this segment big just big because big I want to show what Tony Schiavone says big about Chris Benoit and women getting tangled up with their. Oh, that's sure.
3: Chris Benoit, a man that and that's why you lost. Man, a man, a member of the Horseman, and a man, obviously, as you saw right there, still having these problems with Woman. Tied him up with that jacket. Obviously, Chris Benoit and Woman are still having <laughs> the problems. But the main fact is this. That- is
0: the Anyways, I the like pointing team things team out about Nancy tonight. and Chris that's Over on the show seven, just because it's really pounds. crazy, man. But we're going to move along. Because, because he murdered her. We know. <laughs> we get it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but here's another match, Robert. If you want to see what type of matches were booked on the show, here's Earl Robert Eaton for you Jim Cornette fans out there. Bobby Eaton was one half of the Midnight Express, the legendary tag team. Here he has a silly gimmick where he's in the Blue Bloods. With William Regal, right? Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I guess. I don't know. I don't like this gimmick. But here comes Chris Benoit with his wife that he ends up murdering at the end. Oh my God. woman!
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> Good God. Oh. He, he's, gonna that, he's gonna drop that in on every Benoit.
0: Well, as long as he's here. But here's Bobby Eaton coming off the top rope. Man, he's got some body, dude. I just see that. How do you do that, Black? Look at this. <laughs> turn back <off> and he... <laughs> oh. yes. For a big guy, he takes a good bump, but man, he's a little oh, awkward he's looking. He's
1: one of well. the best bumpers.
2: Oh, this
0: so this is a Benoit win, all right. I don't know. Yeah, of course. Of course. Look at this I mean... card, Vlad. But let's let's move along with it. So Sting and Luger are supposed to fight Arn Anderson and rick Flair for the main event, and nice. they okay, got it. don't like them, obviously, because they're horsemen. They have common enemy, but in this situation, Sting is just going to basically talk about how he's never liked the Horsemen. Yeah, I mean,
1: if you know anything about NWA history, Sting and Luger have a long history with the Horsemen, I either yes, either being with the group or in the '80s
0: or, or early '90s.
1: Or or then, yeah.
0: All right. Speaking of bad gimmicks, <laughs> here's our first <laughs> Here he instance is. of the Disco, Disco. Inferno who turned into a podcaster like us. He does our job now. (laughs) Some people call him like the prime example for a bad wrestling gimmick, I guess. He's a dancer. He's a 70s disco dancer. He can't let that period of his life go. (laughs) So he criticizes a lot of modern wrestling these days, but everyone's like, you're Disco Inferno, who are you to criticize wrestling? I think that's a fair point. But he did work well. He would point to his work and say, look, he's going to take a headbutt here and this headbutt is going to rock him for like the entire match. He sells for his opponents and I think that's why management kept using him. They never changed his gimmick. He never stopped being the Disco Inferno in WCW, but maybe he could have done with something there, but I I don't know. That's over now.
2: We're not going to get a chance to
0: redo this time period. Yeah, unfortunately, that time has (laughs) failed. But he takes a beating from Scott Norton here, who does become a member of the NWO. Scott Norton is just
1: ridiculously huge.
0: So he wins this. I'm going to skip yeah. forward. I'm gonna skip past. So this is a backstage thing with Teddy Long and Ice Train. Ice Train is gonna feud with Scott Norton, but I'm skipping this. I'm just giving you guys a flavor of what the show was like. Lord Steven Regal, Vlad. here's some more booking that you're gonna like. Steven Regal again. Oh, Dean Malenko, my brother's favorite. God, Keon would die watching this. If we saw Regal versus Dean
1: Malenko match, he would probably have a heart attack.
0: Oh my God, look at this. Yeah, this is, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this, but uh, Malenko is gonna win. He's gonna roll them up. So that's that. More of the booking, Vlad. But Public enemy. What? Here they are. Oh, okay. exactly. the tables. <laughs> You ever heard of Public Enemy, Rob? Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. I don't remember them wearing that shirt, though. They're facing the Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys win this. I think Public Enemy go through their own table tax accident and ended up losing. Uh, next, we got DDP against Chavo Guerrero. So last week, DDP put out Eddie Guerrero because he gave him an extra diamond cutter. A second diamond cutter put Eddie Guerrero out for a week. So this week, Chavo is there to defend the honor of his uncle and he rolls up DDP. So I think this is interesting because DDP does some very horrible heel stuff after this match, but I figure it's okay because there's no NWO. So he takes the role of like lead heel. I would see on a day where there's NWO here and they're doing bad things, you wouldn't want someone doing this. So look, he takes Nick Patrick's belt and whips Chavo. So let me hear what you guys' opinion about this, alright? So Nick Patrick, he took his belt, look he's trying to stop him, but Randy Anderson has to come and take the belt away. So this is gonna be another thing that people are questioning Nick Patrick about, like why didn't you stop him? So they're questioning him about everything at this point. So they're gonna catch him after the match for another interview. Mean Gene, the sleuth reporter. With
3: them. So, not get involved, not lay a hand on anybody. This is insane. Look at this. Let's see what kind of nonsense Nick Patrick is going to lay on his here. Gino, if you can hear me, Gino, take it, buddy. Nick Patrick, I'm going to call you on a carpet here right now. You had an opportunity to stop that thing before it even started, and you didn't do it. What? Wait a second.
5: If I was a police officer. And I come up on a scene, I was by myself and things were out of control. Would that police officer charge in there by himself or would he wait for backup?
3: Wait a minute. Here comes a guy, is a great referee you're a senior official this guy's half your size he takes matters into his own into his hands while you stand by
5: idly. that's what makes randy anderson and myself such a great refereeing team it's teamwork he's always there for me when i need him and i'm always there for him when he needs me
3: i want to ask you something patrick quite candidly a lot of fingers have been pointed at you as of late Do you have anything to say about those accusations? Yeah, I have a lot to say
5: about those accusations, Gene. I think the main uh, cause of all my trouble is you. Hey, listen, I'm not pointing a finger on you. The media is blowing everything up out of proportion. Don't you think that if I would have done something wrong, it would have been captured on film? Jesus, If I had been captured on film doing something wrong, I'd be fired right now. But I'm not. I'm right here. I haven't done anything wrong. Everything's being blown up by you, the media, the newspapers, the magazines. It's all been blown out of proportion. WCW is not sticking together anymore.
3: All right, I thank you very much. uh, Senior referee and official here at WCW, Nick Patrick. By the way, I couldn't help but notice that beautiful home you just purchased here in the last 10 days. I know what kind of dough you make, but that's very impressive. Five hundred and fifty grand. dollars back to you. Please. All uh,
2: right, thank okay. you.
3: know what, well, Nick goes shed skin. I just
1: yes. want to say, this, this is a great example of long-term booking. Like, yeah, okay, you're saying the NWO isn't there, but there's stuff that's going on, by them not being there, like, you know, the stuff with Nick Patrick specifically that they're focusing on being the quote-unquote heel referee. And I think the one thing I will say about Nick Patrick that I don't remember is that he's really good. Like, he's a
0: good promo. <laughs> you know? Heck yeah. Um, he's definitely. really good. He's really good. I don't know good. who got the idea to use him like this, but whoever did it is a genius because this yeah. turns out amazing. This is some of the best <laughs> wrestling I've ever seen, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, the Nick Patrick stuff is tremendous. And I mean,
1: but like you know, they're still focusing on a lot of the main wrestlers. I mean, people care about Randy Savage, people care about Sting and Luger. And I don't know what happens the rest of the show, but from what I have seen, this is still an entertaining show.
0: Next, we got the American <laughs> male. Man, this is very weirdly booked show, huh? And they're facing uh, Harlem Heat. Champion.
1: I want to say a quick thing, which I already mentioned last week. The WCW is kind of going through a weird phase here with NWO. It was the introduction of NWO, but they were still kind of stuck in a lot of bad gimmicks. And the American Males, while Bob Bagwell and Scotty Riggs are two really good wrestlers, the American Males is a horrific late 80s, early 90s gimmick. Not something that by this point in 1996 the wrestling fans wanted to see. They were kind of stuck in a certain situation.
0: So this was going to be, although the American males were former tag team champions, so it's not pushovers completely, but this is going to be a victory for the Harlem Heat. But I'm skipping on from this. Let's move on to the horsemen coming. Man, look at woman. Jesus Christ. She had such a cool look. Got to admit. And the horsemen, they just liked having cool, hot-looking women hanging out with them. They thought that made them look cool. (laughs) So... Here comes the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Arn Anderson and Ric Flair, they're going to have a match right now with Sting and Lex Luger. But we're going to watch this whole segment. I think it's about five minutes or something. Just so you know, this is four weeks out from Fall Brawl War Games. The commentators have been talking about it. Sting and Luger know about it, and they have an idea. They've already been thinking, hatching up an idea, because the NWO is here, and you would think the NWO has to be involved in War Games.
3: You want to know what the chances of having the last two horsemen come into the ring right now. What is he, nuts? Suicide. We want the horsemen, the rest of them to come down to the ring right now. Confidence is one thing. Stupidity is another. So after these two
0: sides have cut promos on each other earlier in the night discussing how much they despise each other despite all the problems WCW is going through, they are going to have a bit of a discussion. They're going to go to commercial break. So when they come back, All
3: we're right, gonna see what comes of this. Here, mean Gene is I, back was back in the locker room area, trying to pack some things away, watching the remainder of the show. He was on but his way thing, out. Our has gotten so far. I'm trying way. to get the
2: hell out of here. I <laughs> gotta have some kind of an With explanation. suspenders. <laughs> to these folks here tonight. I love the
3: suspenders. He's got something to say. Let him say. It. Sing. You said you had a surprise, is this it? We can do what we've always done year after year, and we can come out here and beat each other up. Or we can recognize the fact that there is a major problem right here in WCW. I know, and the Total Package knows we can't trust you as far as we can throw you. We will never be able to trust you. That is a fact, and we know that. know that all of your blood and your blood and sweat and tears have all been shed right here at WCW. You are WCW Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. The total package is WCW. I am WCW. In 30 days War Games is gonna happen. War Games was created We know that. But with all due respect to Chris Benoit and to Steve McMichaels, there's only four people in this ring right now that have ever felt war games. That's you two, and that's us two. So we're not asking. We are demanding that we take those two slots in war games with you two. Look at that. Look at Flair. What is that going, oh, to be, going through this his try. mind with us too let me get a couple of things straight here i don't like you and i don't like you we don't have the same philosophy luger you got a heck of a body i mean you're ripped but do you know what war games is all about you see you can't bring all these jiggling pecs and all these show muscles to war games that won't help you but now if you bring all that power and dedication that it took to mold that body to war games, well, that's a different story. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can whoa. you do that, Luke? You know, Double A, we go way back as we all know. Our history is your history. Now you want to make a comment about jiggling pecs or the body? deep down inside and you really think about it have the stinger and myself in one match including the war games have you ever ever left that ring saying we let up we didn't give 100 ask yourself that question before you blow this whole thing off Look at this. I, I get where you're coming from let me go to you for one night can you take that albatross out from around your neck that you've had your entire career and you know what that is stinger the little stingers, always caring what the kids thought, always trying to do the right thing, because I'm gonna tell you, to survive war games or to win war games, you can't do the right thing. You gotta get down in that gutter, and you gotta reach into a man's soul and do something so violent and so painful that he looks into your eyes and says, I quit. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, and I'm telling the world. When I get in war games with the outsiders, they're gonna have to kill me, because the words I quit are never coming out of my mouth. Can you do that? Wait a minute now, are, are you agreeing in principle to get together for That's this what it one-time Let like me answer this. I can't even believe that you can waste the breath to ask me a question like that after what we've been through. Like I said earlier, WCW has not been a cakewalk for you or you, but I have lived the life. Remember that. Ask the Nature Boy if you don't know. All right, I thank you very much. Thanks. We got to make it quick. I'm getting the ramp definitely. here.
2: Let me see if I understand you and the package. Want to team up with me and the Enforcer against the Outsiders? Let me explain something to you. I know who you are. Better than man alive. I know what you're about. If Mongo and Benoit... I will step aside, I'll walk the path with the enforcers side by side. It goes like that. But it goes to Mongo and Benoit because I mean, we're a horseman like first, time, dude. I'll tell you
3: what, out
5: gentlemen,
3: time. you're going to have to discuss it. Vote, vote on it. I don't know. What What is your thinking on this very quickly, Chris? I've waited my whole life to become a horseman, my whole career for this kind of opportunity. Rick and Arne. You've never betrayed me. I'll stand behind your decision. Wow, that is a big I, I believe. Mungo. Listen, Gene, I was part of the best team to ever play in the NFL. And I know what it's like to sacrifice. And if these two head honchos of the four horsemen say, Steve, this is the way it's gotta be, I'm willing to sacrifice. But let me tell you what, pretty boys, I'm gonna be watching. And if you don't hold up, you're into the bargain, what the NWO's done to you is gonna seem like a day at the park. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, we have got a match here. This is incredible. I guess everyone agrees the deal. What do you think?
0: incredible to pull that off um, with um, mean gene so like trying to cut them off like are. three minutes before it actually ended we'll be
3: back if the executive committee okays this one it will be monumental nwo versus wcw's best i can't wait wow the following announcement
5: has been paid for by the new world order all right well before we
0: see this let's get some comments from Vlad about the war games match set up in that one scene in this big meeting they had between sting and luger and the horsemen
1: i don't know what else to say that was great that was really well done that was a great setup it all made sense these two quote-unquote warring factions that have been going on for ages. I guess the, the Ric Flair and Arn Anderson, Sting Luber thing is, has a long history in WCW, so it was kind of cool that they would actually really sell the threat of the NWO, that they would team up to fight the NWO because it's such a huge threat. And it kind of, I mean, I liked it. This was a really good segment.
0: Yeah, me and Gene was trying to cut them off, though. They were really trying to get them off the air. So this is, Robert, before I get your thoughts, this is going to eat up most of the time on the show, so the main event's <clears throat> going to be really short because of this. You'll see. But Robert, did you have any thoughts about that?
4: Oh, this is my first time seeing this because obviously I never saw this live as it was happening. But yeah, this was really good. The board games match, all four of them did a good job on their individual promos. Clearly, they see NWO as a bigger threat than, you know, each other. So <laughs> otherwise, they wouldn't have agreed to team up like this. So yeah, this is terrific.
1: I just want to say real quick. I know we've talked about it. Arn Anderson is an amazing promo, and I don't. We kind of always debated this, but I just saw a video where Undertaker puts him in the four best promo guys in the history of the business. So if that means anything. At all, I just leave it there. You know, man.
0: Oh, this is great here, but mm. even in AEW, when they gave him a chance to talk, that he would talk count. exactly AEW. like this. That he always, he always talked like this. Everything, work anything in AEW doesn't even count. I I'm bet you the most of his career. I bet you if you ask him for directions to the supermarket, he's going to get all serious. It's going to take a long-ass <laughs> fucking time. There's okay, a time so you and a place, a and a place for a dramatic promo. This is obviously a very tense situation with NWO and everything, but sometimes it doesn't need such a dramatic promo. He always talks like that. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, for this situation, it works great. But anyway,
1: works all the time. I've never seen. Well, okay, an AW might not have worked, but at that point, who cares? AW has other problems than Arn promos.
0: I can't. So we're gonna get. This is the first appearance of the NWO on the show been today. Paid for it's by come the New World a Order. Announcement. Who did they pay? Here we are in, in,
2: Rome, in the show.
0: They sent them out there with a the camera, and they're just like recording each other, oh saying random no things. Special. In the end, they talk some
2: crap you about it. like it here in Rome? Yeah. Everybody wants to be part of the NWO. But that's the whole thing. We, we put this thing together. It's not about friendship. It's about business. Lex Luger reminds me of a of a movie star. <laughs> he reminds me of Mr. Ed. Lex Luger's What's a about punk? Lex Luger? what, what, Sting. Look at the camera and say Sting's a punk. Nice hair these things They're supposed to be the finest. We beat them, we punked them, beat them again at Hog Wild. Unbelievable. <laughs> these guys are pathetic real cool here's a message to all you boys in wcw it's real simple but it's not easy that's for sure don't call us we'll call you the preceding announcement has been paid for by the new world order so they get some
0: jabs in on Sting and Luger, as always, those two Jabrones. So this is the main event. This works the show? This is the end, though. That that whole thing with Sting and Luger and the Horseman, that ate up most of the time. I think they wanted this match to go
4: longer, the giant um, if Macho Man. it's the giant, I don't mind it being a short match.
0: <laughs> well, the Macho they probably told them to just go out there and go crazy for a couple minutes, because that's all that's left on the show. So he jump-starts the match. I don't think there's even a match. Let's just watch what happens.
3: That's the reason he got hit with the chair. Now it's his turn. The Macho Man, Randy Savage it's gone for sure.
0: The Giants. Well, yeah, it's Macho Man against the Giants. This is a really cool match. But it's too bad it's so short. That looks really good. Bad punch.
3: The NWOF, no. they've got the guts. Watch this, Bishop. Watch the eyes on the Giant. Look at the expression on the Giant what he's doing. Look at this. He just got yeah, waffled six or seven That's times good. with a chair at the hands of Randy Macho Man Savage. Nobody gets up from that. I've never seen this one okay. big, rough, mean athlete. Look at the sleeping giants. Three
0: minutes left on the show. Okay, I wasn't sure if he hit him, but nice. he, he hit him in the middle. Here comes Jimmy Hart, He's trying to help. Jimmy Hart flying <laughs> over the top. Oh, now the Dungeon of Doom comes in. Ray
2: Traylor, Hugh Jim Morris. That's a <laughs> And
0: another <Moon>. <laughs> <Savage> <laughs> the That's it. Jay the chair. Really oh, he nailed no, everyone oh, with a suit the chair. God, just, look at the giant.
2: Did you see oh, like Savage, run for your life! <laughs>
3: he'll thank you, he'll if
0: he gets his hands on you, well, that was great. That was an amazing end to the show. That's a great segment.
1: I, I know it wasn't an actual match, but man, that was so good. Jesus. Yep, and
0: then that's the end.
1: That was kind really of, good.
0: Let's hear some thoughts, Vlad. Anything from today that you think stood out?
1: Just the tightness of the booking, how it was the shows. I mean, I understand that there was still a lot of like, stuff that was worthless
0: wasn't. matches that no one would care about. I mean, there are
1: some of that. Sure, you could make a case, but I I still stand by the fact that there are people that, well, not so much, maybe I don't think anybody would really care about at this point in 1996, Jim Duggan versus Wall Street or some of the other, or Disco versus Scott Norton. But there were probably some matches there like, I hate to say it because I'm sure your brother's not going to like it, but Regal versus Malenko must have been, like, a technical oh God. guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to me, the best so, match was DDP against Chavo Guerrero. Yeah, then was Man, And then the thing... was amazing. Yeah, and then the match they... Advertised for Horseman against Sting and Luger yeah. didn't happen, so that's kind of sucks for the audience. Yeah. But they got, a, sure. they got a talking segment instead.
1: It's fine sometimes, especially if you're building up a proper feud or a, a match for a pay-per-view, it, it's okay. Overall, I, despite you no know, Hogan or, I mean, Hall Nash only in that, like, videotape segment, this was still a pretty good show. The second hour was obviously again, a little bit more interesting than the first. Kind of a jam-packed show. Like, a lot got done, but also... I mean, you could make a case that a lot of the stuff was kind of wasted as well. I mean, I could see that case being made, but the stuff that we focused on, I found kind of pretty entertaining, is all I'm going to say.
0: You know, I'm just making a point to play devil's advocate, but I personally don't mind if there are dead spot matches. I think it's kind of good to have a a moment where you could get away and not really pay attention. And then it kind of makes the things that you have to pay attention to worth more, and you'll remember it more. Like the one thing with nick patrick at the end of that chavo ddp i need to mention yeah. the
1: nick patrick stuff has been brilliant too, since the beginning since we started that made watching
0: the show review. the macho man yeah. being pissed at the nwo just going mad and crazy the whole time in the yeah. beginning and at the end that was really good too this was kind of a weaker one of the nwo just hanging out hall and nash they were just making yeah. big money just you know hanging out by the park recording with their camcorder but okay that was not really strong But the Horseman segment with Sting and Luger was very significant because this War Games match that we're going to cover on the next show is going to be very important in terms of this whole storyline angle. So stay tuned for that. Robert,
4: any thoughts from you before we sign off for the night? I know you fast-forwarded through a lot of that, and maybe that was probably a good thing. But yeah, um, outside some of those ridiculous gimmicks, (laughs) this was pretty cool. But during that time, even in the WWF, as it was called, there was a lot of ridiculous gimmicks as well. Doink the Clown being an example. At that time, there was a lot of that on both WCW and WF. So even though I wasn't watching WCW, at that point, I was used to it. Since that was a common thing at the time, and I was, I don't remember how old I was. I I didn't necessarily hate it, but obviously when things started to change more towards the Attitude Era with DX and WWF and NWO and WCW, a lot of things started changing. Then I started being more into it from that point on. I enjoyed the product more for sure. But at that point in time, this was very common. Some of those ridiculous gimmicks like American males, like who came up with that?
0: Well, they're American. And okay, they're males. males. So, All right, sure. American males. And this is one of the last times we'll see the colorful sting, as we'll see One, of the, okay. of, yeah, one of the last times. So. Yeah, one of the last times. All right, then. Thank you for watching. Let's end this for the night. Thank you guys for giving me your time. I know it's very valuable, but this means a lot. Actually, this doesn't mean a lot. This means everything.
1: <laughs> Why don't you well, cut an
0: Arn Anderson promo on how much this means to you? When oh, you think no. about the coming of the end of time and you think about <laughs> everything that you've done in your life will you look at yourself and like that man that's all I got <laughs> what the hell did he just say subscribe to our podcast we need you to subscribe to our podcast we're trying to yeah, get through a really. thousand subscribers for reals okay? so please yeah. help us out It's not going to hurt you. It doesn't cost one fucking penny. And you get all this free wrestling content. Who the hell else is showing you all this shit? Honestly, I think we're the best fucking podcast there is. All these other podcasts are lame. They talk about like they know wrestling, but they're not actually showing the wrestling. They don't show what they're talking about. Like they're talking out of their ass yeah,
1: we'll show you spe- all the details. Yeah, we'll all show you specific All the video evidence.
0: When I say someone's work sucks, I'm going to show you their work. I'm not just going to say their work sucks. Correct. But anyways, subscribe to our podcast. We're also on audio podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. But it's just audio, <laughs> so you'll have to listen to us describing the segments. But it's still cool to listen to. Sometimes I'd be doing that. And then the video here is on YouTube, so thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.